getting out of covid much more than anything else and it's such a privilege today to introduce an advertising legend who says safe advertising will not work and and you have to spend at least three times more to make it work right so yes amesh he's also the man who said big ideas can work better than big budgets and i know him not only as an advertising industry legend but also a wonderful family man with great traditional parsi values absolutely that's super no uh, rishil ladies and gentlemen please welcome our guest today and the one and only sambal sir chairman madison bird hi Thanks. sir what a honor to have you with us on the show i hope you're all safe and healthy absolutely i'm doing well uh, with my booster shot so hopefully <laughs> i'm well protected Of course you are Sam the joyde weaver that you have will protect you Sam let's dive straight into that Madison advertising report 2022 it predicts a 20% growth for adex in 2022 taking the advertising expenditure to almost 90000 crore rupees Sam after battling two waves of covid in the last two years would you say commercial activities have returned with a vengeance yes i would say i'm not sure about uh, commercial activities but i would definitely say that advertisers have returned with a little bit of vengeance uh, also i must uh, highlight that you must view this 37% growth that we achieved last year in 2021 this is against the backdrop of a 20% drop that we had to face in 2020 so in real terms the growth over 2019 has been about 10% but i think that's still good because initially there were fears that covid may knock out two to three years of adex and that's the kind of time that it would take to recover so the two major media the big boys of adex which are digital and television have already fully recovered and surpassed that 2019 figure uh, the other three mediums including your medium radio is yet to fully recover radio print and outdoor are yet to fully recover because you know they had suffered rather drastically in 2020 So some radio has been slow to recover print has been much slower than uh, digital and others as you said they've all recovered so what do you think is going to happen in, in the next couple year will they also fully recover or uh, you think it's still some time away no we think it's a, it's maybe a year more it might take also what is happening in radio as i see it is we are looking at the 
at a narrow conventional definition of radio you know which is essentially the fct that you guys sell recognized radio stations uh, but as you know most radio stations have diversified substantially and looking at a lot of other avenues of growth including digital and podcast like the one we are doing now so uh, you know you must use our 10% projection for radio with a caveat that this is for traditional radio as originally we knew it and we think the growth of all radio companies would be much higher because of the various initiatives that they are all taking uh, you know in the digital and activation space what about print uh, you know actually i mean uh, besides radio so print has also done i would say remarkably well i think print in 2021 has grown by a phenomenal 39% which i think is very good with that actually print share is 22% now at 22% i think india is the print capital to the world that's interesting because the global share of print in adx is only 5% wow. and in india is 22% india and germany are the only two countries uh with such a high share of 22% all others you know including us and china are very low of course print also had suffered huge damage in 2020 because as you know for large parts actually they were not being circulated and even after they started circulating you know for some reason they did not allow irs to start because of which agencies did not get figures and advertisers feared that they had not yet fully recovered however i think you just need to see the number of pages of times of india and your hindustan times and you know that things are looking up uh, uh now also i think print has done a very smart thing especially in the last one year i think they have begun to right price their product in advertising terms i think earlier my print barons may not like what i'm saying but i think english print was definitely overpriced i think last year they realized that the name of the game should not really be higher extraction but it should be capturing a higher share of the advertiser's wallet and i believe that's what they did and admirably succeeded i think print has recovered as much as 50% of the huge degrowth that they saw in 2020 Sam there's just one thing that I want to want to clarify it's a big question mark for you, for me now digital advertising grew more than 60% over 2019 traditional yeah. advertising saw a dip of 6% in 2021 over 2019 yeah tv was the only traditional medium that surpassed pre covid revenues yeah. i'd like you to put your finger on that i mean are there some particular events which really pushed the tv trajectory no i think the fact is that television has a lot of 
strong believers you know there is a very strong belief amongst large advertisers that television works for them in brand building in establishing preference like nothing else does so and this is a strong belief amongst the large players so based on this strong belief obviously they came back to television with a vengeance and you can't say that for print or radio or outdoor outdoor of course because of the lockdowns and all that there was fear that there's not enough traffic on the road although i think that was not true and therefore people stayed away from outdoor radio i think uh, suffered because uh, to be very honest i think advertisers don't pay enough attention to radio as much as they should given the you know sexy new damsel digital on the scene and with so many different forms of digital that are available you know including social influence uh, and all kinds of things i think in terms of uh, you know mental share radio is was not top of mind and perhaps you guys should do something about it just to take you up on that uh you know like you said radio guys have started uh, doing a lot of digital stuff uh, digital engagement content new distributed channels all of this has been done by radio guys uh, the radio operators so what's your advertisers for advertisers in such a scenario how do they take radio digital being done by radio seriously yeah i think advertisers are looking at digital seriously i think india was slow to realize the power of digital because you know digital helps you do through the funnel planning you know with print tv radio outdoor we used to focus only on top of the funnel and that is creating brand awareness and brand pull but now with so many different avenues opening up on digital we now are able to use bottom of the funnel also so this is what we call you know using through the funnel and approaching the consumer throughout his journey you know that is the reason why world over traditional advertising is losing out but again i must tell you that print radio and outdoor are giving a tough fight to digital and television because globally digital is 65% of addicts only 35% is traditional whereas in india it's almost the other way around okay well, the corollary to that question would be what is your advice to advertisers in such a scenario what do you advertise your what do you advise your clients when all these radio operators are involved in digital engagement content and they're also expanding their horizons like you yourself said you know so as an agency as a creative agency as uh, as somebody who's who's got their ears uh, what is your constant advice to them so i think radio for years has been positioned as an excellent reminder medium and i would say today there is a good understanding amongst many clients that multimedia works rather than single media so i would say 
radio should build on that belief and for those advertisers who don't have such large budgets you know they could consider using radio as the second medium you know in addition to television and digital to support their plans and give frequent reminders to the uh, target audience and i think that should work rather well for the brand so because we're an english radio station i just want to add on to that and an english language podcast my ears pricked up when you started talking about print and you know english newspapers now in terms of ad space i went through your report it claims that english publications showed the highest growth at 40% and accounted for 45% of the total print expenditure i mean that's really great news are you saying that it's only the pricing that you would attribute this growth in english publications to or apart from the pricing are they doing something right no i think two factors you must not forget one is that english publications had suffered the most in covid wave one so this is part of the recovery and what i'm saying is that to aid the recovery or to boost the recovery phase english print priced itself right and therefore were able to establish this good growth i think radio should also consider doing that in the next one or two years so that they can rapidly come back to the 2019 level let's move to the advertiser side as part of the advertising uh, madison advertising report 2022 like you do every year you also put out a list of uh, the top of the advertisers and that list has changed substantially over the last few years the list now has 15 new age companies and startups that are now big advertisers uh, what happened to the big fmcg advertisers who we all grew up with mind you the fmcg advertisers are very much there and uh, i think there are I don't remember the number but certainly in the top 10 the top 10 is dominated by FMCG advertisers but I think I made the point you know that new age advertisers have suddenly emerged and I think this all of us know because you know one needs to open the television screen and one cannot miss their ads because I think their focus is to establish themselves very quickly you know unlike traditional and mature advertisers you know they are new to advertising and they are impatient they want to establish their companies establish high number of downloads high number of users so that they can move their valuation up so therefore they don't just use advertising channels which the other mature advertisers use but they use a lot of what we call impact properties you know which are high profile and they sponsor them for example they are one of the biggest sponsors of IPL because that helps you build very quick reach uh, no doubt at a substantial outlay so uh, you know this is the new phenomenon of course we've been noticing this phenomenon over the last 2 3 years but i think this year it's come to a hilt with as many as 15 appearing in the top 50 list sam as a content creator i'm always thinking of what works on radio and podcast as opposed to plain vanilla radio spots and ads and podcast sponsor mentions or you know what we call host reading out uh, you know sponsor lines what are radio advertisers looking for from content creators and radio stations sam well 
I should think first, you know, whilst radio advertisers may be looking for more content integration, I think you as a radio sponsor would probably do well to, you know, particularly convince the app advertisers who, you know, who offer products which are in daily use. and have to be ordered daily to to come to you because only you can give them that constant daily reminder in the morning that hey don't forget to use me today because you know they can't afford to do that on television every day but perhaps they can on radio every day so radio offers that wonderful opportunity which should be highlighted to such advertisers that's that's actually very encouraging to hear sam let's just talk about some of the issues that happened last year you know controversies on tv ratings and uh, you know tv rating agencies and so on and the advertising uh, industry got featured for the wrong reasons on on front pages of national newspapers and there was a lot of flack and so on what has happened subsequently and how have you dealt with this as an industry i think uh, i must say the industry has been reasonably prompt uh First of all I don't know I would say by and large the system was fine but some people played the system now you know that that can happen to the best of people and the best of uh, systems that is how I would look at it but you know as they say Caesar's wife just doesn't have to be fair she has to be seen to be fair so I think one of the problems at the board level is that Bark has majority directors from the television channels because after all it is they who are paying 90% of the cost of Bark. Uh, so understandably, you know they have the largest number of seats. Now, from an optics point of view, this doesn't seem to be going down too well uh, with people. So I think now what is being done is that independent uh, directors. are being brought in in substantial numbers to balance the board so to speak uh, as you know two chief executives have been changed there is a new chief executive now uh, there is a new technical committee chairman uh, so i think bark is taking a lot of uh, steps very soon you will see that news ratings which had created much of the storm because you know there is intense rivalry between the proliferating news channels uh with each one making allegations about the other news ratings were stopped they are going to be reintroduced from march some date but when they are reintroduced it will be the figures that will come out are based on a rolling four week average you know this was considered necessary given the small base of news television viewers that are there on a regular basis so hopefully with all these improvements we would have left our problems behind you must know one thing i have seen over the years that no publisher or broadcaster or a radio broadcaster can ever be happy with media research 
you know because you're so close to it because it concerns your baby because anecdotally you think that everybody watches my channel everybody reads my newspaper everybody hears me on radio every day i think you video owners fail to understand that that is not the reality when you say everybody you don't really mean everybody it's just a manner of speaking and that when you do research the stock data comes out and hits you very badly so you know that is the reality of media research and we cannot afford to do census research because otherwise the research would cost more than the advertising revenue that we collect uh, so we have to do a sample research and samples have necessarily to be small you know bark already costs a bomb to the broadcasters and agencies uh, so you know it has to be a balanced view when it comes to media research everybody is talking about how big the indian ott subscriber base is sam how are ad spends for ott changing and do you see ott ad spends inflating further in 2022 yes and how would you compare it to ad spends on on tv sam no i think ott viewership has to precede ad spends so right now i think we are in the phase when viewership of ott and connections are are galloping and uh, you know advertising is lagging behind right now it's an insignificant amount but surely we expect that in the months and years to come ott advertising will pick up and that is the general expectation also because that is why the millions of dollars being invested in ott programming and content in fact at a pitch madison event we had a special session taken by our vishal chinchankar on connected tv and the emerging opportunity it presents to advertisers just to go a little ahead from there is there a talent crunch hitting the advertising industry especially in digital oh, there is there is a tremendous talent crunch in the advertising industry because the i think uh, we were all caught napping during covid we had no alternative but to stop hiring but to freeze on headcount and things like that and when the economy opened up i think uh, you know there was a shortage also partly because you know a lot of the new age companies have started hiring advertising talent especially digital talent from agencies and they are obviously in a position to pay much higher salaries than what agencies can afford so there has been a bit of a brain drain there in that direction Sam there used to be a famous saying a good brand will sell itself my question to you is are the days of a good brand will sell itself over and if so then why is that the case what's your advice to people who are about to launch new brands well i have several pieces of advice uh, for them one is you know don't launch a brand if you're not able to support it with adequate advertising that is above the threshold level as i always say in advertising if the optimal budget is 100 and if you spend 99 then 
the reality is that you waste all 99 rupees but if you spend 110 then you waste only 10 rupees this is the way in which the advertising beast works and this is why i say advertisers need to be extremely cautious when launching new brands because if they can't support a brand then they should not launch it just uh, sticking to that uh, some you know it looks like corporate world has changed quite a bit in the last few years you know you have uh, startups and uh, you know new age companies going for ipos getting oversubscribed despite being loss making companies whatever traditional beliefs that we have of how businesses should run they seem to have changed quite a bit so what do you believe are the you know the basic tenets of marketing and advertising for today's era and have they changed substantially from the past yes of course they have changed i mean you know the conventional model required business to deliver a profit and you know it was valued based on the profit it delivered and you know the famous p multiple and all that was based on profit i think in the new age with the new age companies uh, the mantra seems to be uh not the profit that you generate but the number of users or app downloads that you are able to garner and that seems to be the new currency for valuation and investors seem to be taking a cue uh, from that i mean if you take uh, zomato's public issue then you will know that possibly the reason why zomato was rewarded with such a good valuation is because of the number of people who have downloaded the zomato app which run into millions and millions uh, never mind the fact that the company doesn't make any profit sam our mutual friend bachi karkaria has written a beautiful biography of krishnan nayar who started the leela hotels at age 62 uh, yeah, i believe i know him very well yeah i believe he's also a friend of yours yeah. so here's my question it's never too late to start anything but i cannot help but wonder and ask you if if sam balsara wasn't it in advertising where would sam be and why <laughs> well i think uh, i possibly would have continued my journey in marketing as you know i started my life with two marketing companies first sarabai's uh, hpma and then i joined cadbury where i was a product manager and then a product group manager so i guess if advertising had not beckoned me i would have continued in cadbury my wife always tells me that it was a big mistake to leave cadbury because one fine day we could have lived in the bungalow next to the office <laughs> unfortunately even the bungalow has been demolished now and the new building that was put up even that has been demolished you know of course you were one of the original startups if, if i may say so in such an illustrious career in advertising and everything else what are the one or two three brands one or two or three brands that have been very close to your heart and why just for us to learn some lessons from them well i think uh, godridge and png are very close to my heart because uh, number one you know godridge was our first client and uh, you know godridge has been our client throughout our 33 years and uh, the second client is png because i would say the credit goes to png for discovering 
the media skills of madison because until png came along we were a full service agency offering both creative and media and png discovered our media skills and you know called a pitch for a media aor and then appointed madison to the surprise of industry and that actually started what the industry calls unbundling in india because that was the first aor that came to india and because of which unbundling started but as they say you can't stop a good idea so despite some reservations of a lot of industry people this movement gained steam and uh, you know within a matter of 5 6 years all large companies began to appoint media aors some uh, professionals today both advertisers as well as media buyers and agencies are using media analytics to take routine media decisions i want to know if you approve of that but the question still remains how much decision making should be data and analytics driven and how much should be gut and opportunity driven and how much of risk taking do you approve of so i am all for using data to aid decision making to help decision making i would not agree to the view that all decisions should be taken only by data because then you won't need managers and you won't need chief executives but again to take decisions based on the seat of your pants like the way we used to take advertising decisions 20 years ago would be foolish i would say because when data is available to you when analytics is available to you when so many insights can be pulled out at the press of a button uh, you know only a stupid person would not see all this data and just go by his gut feel having said that i do feel that you make big wins only when you use your gut and it goes right if you if you take all your decisions only based on data then you will not fail but you will only get marginal incremental benefits actually that's great advice for a lot of youngsters who are planners and media buyers and so on who actually started looking at only data i mean they they've forgotten or they they don't get trained enough on the gut side of it because they are sort of born into digital right so that's where the the problems for traditional right. is as well So uh, with that let's just get into our lifestyle section Sam uh we'd like to know who's a business leader that you really admire and what are those qualities in him or her that really stand out for you and and you you really think is something that can inspire everybody Well you know I think when I look back I mean since I I know the Godrich story reasonably well I would say it would have to be uh Mr R D Godrich who has recently retired because i have seen him use a combination of data and judgment to take quick decisions and uh, the proof is in the pudding so you know i think when we started work with godrej i think the budget was under 10 crores uh, today in advertising they spend over 500 crores uh, you know and i can't talk about the market cap and all that of godrej consumer products uh, but as you know it's phenomenally grown i think another person who i greatly admire for the way he conducts himself is uh, ratan tata 
I think it's very important in life not to just achieve business success. I think it's important to to be recognized as a as a good person, as a fair person, a person who not demands respect but commands respect without trying. And I think Ratan Tata is all of that. Sam, what kind of music do you listen to? what kind of records are in your collection and also any memories of any great music concert that you went to recently or before the pandemic well, obviously i remember the last time i was on your show you played one or two of my favorites and they'll have to be you know strangers in the night old <laughs> blue eyes black and stuff like that so possibly not your favorites but they were no sinatra sinatra <laughs> the legend <laughs> a book that has made a left an impact on you and why sir so i must say that uh, you know i don't read fiction too much i read books which tend to reward me for you know for the time i've spent reading the book you may call me selfish from that point of view i think there are many books that have captured my imagination i think in the early days it used to be you know jack trout and his 22 immutable laws of advertising you know more recently i think uh, i really enjoyed and liked a lot the book by sudhir sitapati on the ceo factory which gave some very good insights on how unilever thinks about marketing how they launch a brand how they sustain it and i i thought it was it was a terrific read for me personally more recently i also loved reading harsh mariwala's uh, uh, book harsh reality uh, i think it was a wonderful journey that he describes in some detail and tremendous learning uh, so i like such books sam a sport you follow and your favorite player in that sport would be no i'm not much of a sports person i must say so uh, uh, your favorite vacation spot or why you love going there well i've been to maldives twice and i must say every time i go there i'm kind of quite taken up uh, bite sam it's really difficult to not sit in awe and amazement when you talk i loved absorbing every single word you said heartfelt gratitude for your time okay my pleasure rishi it was good talking to you after a long time and good meeting you ramesh and what we also loved was that you gave us the advertiser's perspective the agency's perspective and the content creator's viewpoint thanks uh, sam uh, for inspiring us continuing to inspire us and i really appreciate it welcome ramesh Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Sam. Love to, to Homai, Lara and Tanya. Give yep. them my love. With that, it's time to wrap up another episode of Season 2. And I have to say, the engine feels nice and oiled. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. And make sure you keep listening to some great radio and podcasts. Just build that habit. And come back next week for another episode. Like Hishi and said, uh, we are revving up. Uh, nice and easy in in season two. There's a lot of brain food that we promise to keep bringing to you. That's right. Minding my business, the CEO story shall be back with another captain of the industry who's been a path breaker. Remember, you can catch us on ninety four point three Radio One on FM Radio and on HD Smartcast in podcast form over all major streaming platforms. This is a Radio One production. So till next week, it's bye from me, Rishi K. And me, Ramesh Menon. I'll see you soon. 
This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.